All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, if you are looking for some sexy people in your area, look no further than our partners at Cassidy.com. Cassidy is the fastest growing online lifestyle community and a great place to just start networking with people, whether it's in your own area or if you're traveling. And of course, we love the communities on Cassidy. We have two of them now, Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about podcast related stuff and also our brand new Vegas Hot Wives community, where we're going to be sharing our Vegas events coming up and allowing people to network with Vegas hot wives or single guys in the area as well. So we would love for you to check out Cassidy for free for 30 days by heading over to frontporchswingers.com, clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage and getting started today. We'll see you there. Come shoot us a friend request and we hope you love it. So we're in kind of an interesting space right now because we have two things going on. We have a few weeks left in the Orlando area. 18 days to be exact. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, 18 days before our event at the end of the month. And then we're heading off to Vegas. So we have two things going on. One is we have all of this fun. I especially want to pack into the last couple of weeks that we're here, which we'll talk about in a moment. But we also have all of this fun we're planning for when we go to Vegas. In fact, we're so fucking corny. I think people laugh at this. Maybe we're weird like this. But this morning we spent time cutting up cardstock with things and putting little things on there that we want to do when we get to Vegas. Like everything from the Neon Museum to the Erotic Art Museum to different bars. Vegas is fucking cool. There's so much we want to do while we're there. There's a lot going on in Vegas, especially what I would refer to as local Vegas. Yes. There's just so much cool shit. So essentially it'll be pulling stuff out of a fishbowl when we're getting ready to go do something on whatever particular night. Of course, you know, if it, it's some of this stuff is time sensitive, like if there's a live event or a live music or, you know, venue or something. But yeah, so we've got about 40 pieces of paper with <laughs> ideas written on them. So when we're ready to go out and do something, we just pull it out of the fishbowl and that's what we're doing. Oh, I'm so excited to start doing it. And I'm excited to do some sexy shit in Vegas because you and I were talking about it this morning. I've never lived in a city where there is quote unquote sexy stuff to do. Okay. No. The town that I grew up in had one dumpy ass strip club and And it's a fucking dump (laughs) it's a fucking dump and there's really nothing else that i would deem as sexy to do in the area so to go from that to a place like sin city where you have all of these different options, everything from burlesque shows to, I mean, drag shows to obviously all of their amazing strip clubs. I mean, there's just going to be, I'm going to be on sexy overload, I think, for a little bit. Well, it's, I was talking to somebody yesterday. Uh, in fact, we had drinks and dinner with our friend Theo. And at one point you had walked away, you may have gone to the restroom. We were just talking about how he asked how excited we are to get there. And yeah, I mean, the truth is, I went from living in Texas for you know 30 plus years, over 30 years, in big cities, Austin, Dallas, Houston, to moving to small town Montana. Yeah. And at that point, I needed that in my life. I needed that small town, 40,000 people as opposed to 7 million people. I needed that. <laughs> you but, needed to come down off all the craziness. Yeah, but there was a part of me that, that misses 
the metro area. The you action. Know. You miss the yeah. action. I miss That's the action. Miss. I miss the urban environment. I miss the nightlife. And, you know, not that I was ever like a, a big nightlife drinker kind of guy, but the idea that if we want to do something at pretty much any hour or any day, that's available to us. Well, you know what I was thinking of the other day? I've never been to a nice, what I would deem as a nice strip club ever. No, I know. We had this conversation. I've been to like three strip clubs and all three of them, including the one you and I went to here in Florida, were rough. Fucking terrible. Oh yeah, my Fucking goodness. terrible. So yeah, we're going to fix that for you because you've never been to no. a legit club. I want to have like a classy strip club experience, yeah. like sipping on champagne with beautiful women. And I just want the whole, nu- yeah, the whole Vegas strip club experience. Well, and- to be honest, there's some great clubs in Vegas, but they're not the best clubs in the country. But well, we're going to go to some Over of those. the ones I've been to in Montana. Leaps and bounds. And the one here in Florida. I was depressed <laughs> when we went to the one in Montana. I've, I felt bad for everyone in the room, mostly for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was, was really funny is we went to this one in Florida and I was so unlike myself. Like the girl was kind of being a little flirty with me and I was like sitting back and you're like, what is your deal? Why are you being so weird? Yeah, this Tipper, is not what are you, you doing? Yeah. It was because it was so uncomfortable because it was so yeah. dumpy. So I need a different experience to change my idea of what a strip club can be. Yeah. Well, it's vastly different. Yeah. Vastly different. So I'm just excited for all of that shit. No, it's going to be a good time. We have a lot to do. We have 18 days of absolute balls to the wall madness before we get to having any fun at all with our friends. And then we have five days of debauchery. And then we have to drive to fucking Montana where there's already snow on the ground and then get to Vegas. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. But you say we don't have any fun planned for the next 18 days. And that is absolutely incorrect. Well, you have a lot of fun planned. I have a lot of work planned. Okay, so I have an event planned. I'm calling it an event because for me, yeah. it will be an event. For next- well, it'll be an event for me after a hundred percent. But I won't be partaking in said event. So it sounds like tentative plan right now is next week we are going to do, there's like a day use thing that you can do with hotels where you don't have to get the hotel for the whole night. Yeah, we I don't, don't know need, if that's everywhere. It's definitely here though. Yeah. We don't need a, ho- a hotel for the whole night because this is going to be during the day. Right. And we're going to get the room and I have think I'm going to have a threesome unlike any threesome I've ever had before. Yeah, it's going to be fun because it's with friends that also know each other, that we connected. It's just going to be a good time. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't wait. I really hope that it happens. I will drop you off like, you know, for naughty daycare for the threesome. (laughs) And then I've got to go do shit. (laughs) Slutty daycare. Then I get to come back. You and I will spend the rest of the afternoon together. Probably banging. Probably naked. And then, you know, then we have other shit to do. But I'll be working, getting stuff done so that we don't get off schedule because our schedule's fucked Thank God there's one adult in this relationship. I'm going to go to slutty daycare and have a threesome and you are going to prepare for our move. Yeah, one of us has to be the responsible one. So, uh, but yeah, it's, there's a lot to cram in. Plus... All of the friends that we have made, that particularly you, your play partners, but they're they're just going to be, you know, these are people that are going to be friends for, I mean, lifelong friends. Theo, no exception that we had dinner and drinks with last night. Vanilla time, just dinner and drinks. There was no play time. He asked to, to meet us for drinks and we did that, uh, which is great. So it was, I'm going to say it was vanilla bean, okay, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of spice going on. Well, you were on. sitting between the two of us. So I'm touching you at some point. He's touching you at some point. The bartender's clearly intrigued, you know, because they all know us. Well, we're and also, we were sitting in the well. <laughs> we're also you know? talking about some naughty shit, not like raunchy shit, but we're talking about events and him coming well, to visit us in Vegas. You know what? You know that you've affected people 
when the bartenders, like we we were basically sitting at this giant bar. We were sitting in the well, in the service well. We know the guys and the gals that work there. They, they know us. And they're literally talking as though we're just friends. Yeah. You know, just talking shit about, you know, whatever they had going on. They clearly have listened to our conversations. They definitely were listening to our conversation last night. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was just, they get it. And they had no problem with what was happening at all. I don't give a fuck if they did. It was no. a great night, and I'm so glad that we did it. And I also like that I feel like it led to some buildup for the next time that he and I are together. Yeah. Because there was no play on the table last night. No. It was very clear we were just going out for dinner and drinks. So the whole time we're sitting there, it's almost like you want to do something that you know you can't do. That's what it was. Because I'm like, I yeah, want his fucking tease. clothes off. I want his hands on me. I want him touching my ass right now. Why the fuck is this not happening? So it's all this build up for next time. I know the next time he and I see each other, we're going to fucking pounce on each other. Yeah, well, that's the cool thing because, again, it was a really, you know, as you said, vanilla bean. There was some, you know, there was certainly flirtation, but I think there always is. And between you sitting between the two of us, I had my hand on your leg at one point. He had his arm under your chair, kind of touching your shoulder. And we're sitting at the bar, obviously. So, you know, and all this is going on. And you kind of don't realize, at least I stopped even thinking about who might be watching this and what they might be thinking. <laughs> Particularly the staff, as I mentioned, we're there a lot and, you know, they know us. So I wonder what their, you know, what their concept of this is based on how we're behaving. <laughs> You know, but who gives a shit? Do you care? No, I don't fucking care. No, I really don't. <laughs> I would be. I was really hoping someone might ask. I would be interested to pick their brains only because I would find it so fascinating, but I yeah. don't give a fuck what they think. Well, you know that we were the topic of conversation after the shift was over. Oh, for sure. So, you know. They're like those three pervs sitting at the bar. Let me tell you. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was interesting. Not that it was overly, it, no, nothing no, was no, overly no. inappropriate. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. But if you were paying attention if, and you were as close to, to us as they were, I mean, literally the bar length, you know, you got about 24 inches of space and then they're standing there. You got an idea that this was probably not your typical night out for a couple. You know, <laughs> three friends grabbing drinks. Yeah, yeah I mean, it not, was but... that's what it was, but it's that's not all we were grabbing. <laughs> There's some undertones. Let's be. Yeah, real. there was some grabbing other stuff. <laughs> so but yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And I, I enjoy that. So we have cultivated those relationships. We're certainly going to see them again as we get to Vegas and, and start moving on with uh, with the move. But you are going to see all of these people. Before we leave. Yeah. Which I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. I'm, it, I have to make it happen. I was kind of thinking at one point, like, hey, let's try to get everyone in the same spot together. We've tried that. It's so fucking hard. But not only that, but to me, it's like, these are my friends and I want to give them the due time that they deserve. I want to make sure they have my undivided attention for a, at least an hour before we leave. And of course, the slutty side of me is also like, I want to bang all of them. Right. <laughs> so. Right. That's that's a given. We should have planned a gangbang. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, it's, gonna, it's going it, away. Gangbang. It's timing. Timing is tough, and getting everybody on the same page, and everybody's schedule is different. Like yeah. you know, Theo's work schedule is kind of crazy, and it's just tough to pull off. Yeah, you know. So I anyway, agree. We'll figure it. It would have been fun. It would have been fun if we could have made it happen. But either way, I am going to make that time because the reality is, we were just talking this morning. We have made some amazing friendships here, and that is going to be the thing that's hard to leave. Yeah, just like, like it was in uh, in Montana, like when we left home. That was tough. Absolutely. I'm not going to miss the weather here. I'm not going to no. miss the traffic. The subtropical here. weather. No, I'm out. No. I'm ready for the desert again. Yeah. Bring on the desert. I don't want to have to worry about a hurricane hitting me every three weeks. None of that shit is very appealing to me. But the people we've met here are truly 
people that have enriched my life and our lives, and that's going to be tough. Yeah, but as I mentioned, the good news is, much like the friends that we made, Clint, no exception, in Montana, these are friends that will remain friends, and they'll visit us. I mean, they're going to be, you know, we're already planning to see Theo in Vegas soon putting a calendar together of when we're going to see everybody. Yeah. You know? And the other thing is, I think we we already have been receiving so much communication from people in Vegas because like you mentioned last week, the majority of our profiles are now moved over All to Las Vegas. All of them, I Vegas. think, now, yeah. And because of that, we've gotten a lot of communication from some very cool people. And I have a couple I've been talking to that I haven't even said anything to you about because they have gotten me thinking a lot about what it means to be attracted to a woman for me, right? Right. We've talked many times about how my attraction to women varies. Like I can go everywhere from lusting after a woman to, oh, she's pretty, but there's no sexual attraction there. And I've been thinking a lot about what makes me lust after a woman. I lust after this woman. She has sent me multiple photos and videos, and I want her. Well, <laughs> Real yeah. bad. Well, we talked about that. I mean, there's levels of attraction. And, and actually, you just had this conversation with the gals from the Two Hot Wives podcast. I just listened to it yesterday. You put the bonus episode up. Yes. If you guys haven't listened to that, we put up a three-year bonus episode. It was a three-year anniversary bonus episode to celebrate three years of us doing the podcast. Yeah. And we did it with the... I did it with the Two Hot Wives and it's a great episode. You should go check it out. But yeah, we, we definitely talked about that exact topic. Yeah. And But what's interesting for me is I'm realizing through her sending me these photos and videos and like I masturbated to her the other day. Okay. That's unusual for you. Very unusual. And I think it's because she, I mean, she's very sexually confident. I think a woman would have to be in order for me to want to be with her. Well, like just it, like Leah. Exactly like Leah. If you're sexually shy, I'm going to check the fuck out. Right. But... In addition to that, I'm kind of into women that are a little bit like rough around the edges. Like that's why I love yeah. tattoos. A little edgy. Yeah, I love piercings. I love women that look like they could be in a rock band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see that for sure. That's your type. That is so my type. Yeah. So listen, we're gonna. I think we're going to encounter a lot of that and a lot of new, you know, new experiences or things that we. You particularly, I, I think the biggest, the most excitement I'm garnering from the move to Vegas for us is really what it's going to do for you. Not so much for me. I love the idea of going back to, a, you know, a big city where there's fucking action and, you know, it's lights, camera, action all the time. I, I do miss that. I have missed it. For you, it's going to be like, legitimately like you're at Disneyland. Yeah, like, I'm going to be a kid in a candy store. Yeah, because you have none of that experience. Yes, and so, I'm going to have all of these things available to me for the first time. Because once again, just like how there wasn't a lot of sexy shit going on in Montana, how many women that I am super attracted to exist in Montana? There's very few women that look like they're in a rock band in Montana. Well, to be fair, most of them, most of the year, they're covered in clothing and you can't tell. Exactly. You get about 10 weeks out of the year where you can actually see... <laughs> people's skin you know so it's, it's hard to determine what someone really looks like to be honest that's but very yeah, true it's going to be different for you and that's really the excite the biggest piece of excitement for me I, look i am ready to go i have already planned i have my days planned already i know what my schedule is going to be i'm ready you are so that person yeah i am ready you're the most analytical person that's ever walked the planet yeah I'm, i mean i'm going to be able to revert right back to how i used to live you yeah. know back when i was living in the big city i and just have one request for you Make okay. sure that you don't schedule so much that you don't allow yourself to have fun because you have been like that in the past. And this is an experience for you to have a whole lot of fucking fun, too. Yeah, but for me, I get that. But for me, the fun is the fun is in being able to do the things that I've 
I want to do and the things I miss doing. Sure. And being on that routine, I, I miss that. There's a portion of me that misses that routine, the discipline of, of the things I used to do. I got out of that. Just because, don't be so disciplined that if something comes along that could just totally knock your socks off, you're like, yeah, that's not part of my routine. <laughs> no, I am. I have left space, as you know, to not so much reinvent myself, but to experience things that I would not have normally wanted to experience before or even attempted to You've experience. You've been much more open-minded. Our relationship, I think, has, has made you far more open-minded. Yeah, and it'll be easier for me to do those things when we get to a place like Vegas. So I, I, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to as well. But yeah, there's a lot. A lot that's going to happen. It's going to come fast and furious. And, you know, again, we have 18 fucking days to prepare for that. And you guys are going to hear all of it. That's what's so exciting is we're going to be in a new place with new experiences, new people, planning new events. And you guys are going to hear it all real time. I'm so fucking excited for you guys to, like, come on that journey with us. Yeah, we'll see what the next three years are going to be like. Totally fucking insane, I'm sure. Oh, I'm so excited. So I have to get to Single Guy Tip of the Week. We bounced around several. Well, is it Single Guy? Or is it a uh, single gal? Because okay. there's we could go in any direction with this. Go on this journey with me. Go on this walk with me. So I got a message a couple of days ago from a guy who's in Vegas, right? Because our profiles, like I said, are now in Vegas. Right. He reaches out and his message says, hey, kitty. That's the, the subject of it. Okay. And then in the message, all it says is, hey, baby, you're so sexy. Why don't you bend over and let me lick that kitty and butthole from behind? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was impressive. Okay. And at the time I, once again, we've said this many times on the show, but like, who the fuck does that actually work on? I'm dying to know who that works on this morning. I think we found a woman who that would have worked on. At that, well, at that particular time, it would have worked on her for sure. Okay, so this woman reaches out to us. We're chatting on Cassidy. There's a feature where you can actually chat real time back and forth if someone reaches out when you're both right. online, okay? And her first message is, hey, how's the weekend going for you guys? And I said, oh, you know, fine. Hope yours is going well as well. And she responds back, oh, it could be better. I'm on Fremont Street right now, and I'm super horny, and I'm just wanting to get the, the shit banged out of me. <laughs> And I'm like, I have the perfect guy Let for you. Let me connect you. you with Kitty Guy. Kitty from Behind Guy is going to fucking love you, okay? We really should have hooked that up. Yeah, that's... Listen, I don't even know where to begin with that <laughs> tip, you know? <laughs> I, I, we were having this conversation. I had this conversation last night with Theo. Once again, I'm pretty. it's pretty simple for me. If there isn't something that you would do or say in person in a public place with a total fucking stranger, you probably shouldn't do it online. So I think the last thing that someone would do, one of the last things they would do, would be to walk up to you in a crowded bar and say, hey, beautiful, why don't you bend over and let me lick that kitty and butthole from behind? As I love the that he said opener. Too. Yeah, as the That's opener. That's my favorite part. Butthole, you gotta be fucking... Who says butthole? Uh, clearly this guy and you know it's obvious that he has no idea what he's fucking doing so you know the single guys really need to wrap their heads around just really quench the thirst and don't fucking leap out there with the most outrageous shit thinking that oh i'm gonna be different i'm gonna use the terms kitty and butthole hey he is being talked about on the podcast so he is different but not in a good way no so it's not i guess you know that whole thing of any uh, uh, attention is good attention. Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. So don't do that. You know, if you're not going to do it in public or you wouldn't do it in public, you should really consider before you hit enter whether you should do it online. Yep. And gals, really consider not 
like kind of saying, hey, come bang the shit out of me on Fremont Street in the middle of the night to total fucking strangers. Well, what I told you is raunchy stupidity is not gender specific. No. Women can do it. Men can do it. Couples no. can do it. No. Uh, non-binary people can do it. Yeah. Anyone can be a raunchy creeper online. Yeah. And the last two days proved that. Yeah. It's the first time it's ever happened, at least to me, with a woman. I will say that much. I was very surprised. I was reached out to by uh, a, a single, a seemingly single gal on our BDSM site and it was very similar to that, but she was looking for a particular type of kink play, but made make no bones about it. She was not discerning in what it was that she was wanting or with whom it would be. <laughs> she did not care in that moment. Had I been willing and available, it was on. And I thought, well, that's fucking random. Yeah. Like, that's just not something you see every day. You really don't. No, I very politely thanked her and declined. Like I said, some maybe those two are a match for each other and those people should be more mindful of finding each other rather than reaching out to people like us. I don't fucking know. But what I do know is we will not be meeting either of those people when we get to Vegas. Well, we might be meeting them, but, but not for not purposely. Yeah. We're not going to meet them on purpose. Oh, hell no. You know? I but, meant we're not meeting them as in meeting to play. No, but I, I just find it interesting, like you said, that, you know, it's not gender specific to, you know, the craziness the raunchiness the poor behavior it doesn't matter yeah. Every, everyone is is capable of such behavior so single guy single gal couple tip of the week don't behave that way it's it, listen I, there's a place for raunch i get it people dig it some people that's your thing but you know that initial contact it's so off-putting well, and here's the thing. The woman specifically, she will find someone to fuck today. She found someone to fuck her before you sent, before you sent her a message back, probably. So, and that's fine if that's what you're looking for. But I don't think it's going to work with the vast majority of lifestyle people. They don't want to be spoken to that way. No. Just because they're sex positive, just because they want to have sex, because they have high sex drives, whatever, doesn't mean that they're into the raunch. Yeah, I think there's a little bit more... Yeah, I, I think people who are legitimately in the space, the, the space of legitimate ethical non-monogamy, consensual non-monogamy, are not going to partake in that type of behavior. That would be a rarity, in my opinion. Agreed. As and well, for good fucking reason. As well it should be. <laughs> yeah, for good fucking reason. So, yeah, anyway, I thought that was that was interesting. Yeah. So we have an interesting story today because it is with a new gentleman that you guys have not heard about on the podcast. I honestly think he has become one of my favorite people outside of the bedroom. Oh, it's so much fun. We have had now three interactions with him that are not sexual in nature. And each time I was more charmed by him. He yeah. is so funny and effervescent and like I said, just so charming for both of us. Yeah. And I was so excited to play with him. But truly, when I tell you I was shocked by some of the things that happened during this play session, I mean it. So. I was shocked when I came back after you guys had played. We, first of all, we spent over three hours with him having drinks and, and having a light dinner because the conversation was just so much fun. It was so much fun before we realized that we were shutting the place down. And then, of course, you guys wanted to go and play, obviously. And his personality does not really represent the type of play that you guys had. So we're going to get to that. Don't spoil fucking it. Fucking amazing. <laughs> Don't spoil it. First, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
If there is one product that I recommend more than pretty much any other, it has to be Promescence Buzzing Female Arousal Gel. You guys, I'm not kidding. I use this all the time. I use it when I'm getting ready to have sex with a partner. I also use it when I'm playing solo with toys. And one of the main reasons for that is because it increases my touch sensitivity, which I think is also a great option for those of you who are like, ah, I just really can't get off from oral. I just can't really get to that place quite yet. It might be because you need a little bit of increase in sensitivity and if that's the case the buzzing female arousal gel is a great option for you plus it gives you this amazing buzzing sensation so even if you're just walking around it's a really fun product to use plus it's really safe to put on your body and that's just one of the amazing products that Promescent offers that I think you should check out. So head on over to promescent.com, that's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, and use our promo code FPS15OFF, FPS15OFF, for 15% off of your order today. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Sling It Bikinis. They have the sexiest bikinis and monokinis on the market, and you will absolutely turn heads in them when you wear them to your next sexy beach or pool day. One of my absolute favorites is the Laguna Sunrise. It covers all the naughty bits, so you can totally wear it to the pool or the beach, but it also shows off all of your curves. It has the sides open. It just lets you feel so sexy, and like I said, there's no way you're not going to attract attention in this. Plus, it comes in all sorts of fun colors, everything from black to neon green to the perfect shade of pink. And Sling It Bikinis also carries the cutest pasties on the market. My favorite are the ladybugs. I would wear them every single day if I could. And we want you to check out the full line of Sling It Bikini products by heading to slingitbikinis.com and using our promo code, which is FPS20, for 20% off site-wide. Again, that's slingitbikinis.com, promo code FPS20. We all have our different ways of unwinding from a crazy day, but I'm willing to bet a lot of listeners of our show like to ins incorporate a little bit of sexiness into their unwinding, and that's why Dipsy is the perfect app for you. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on, and the best part is each Dipsy audio story is completely immersive. They feel like real people in real scenarios, so you can just get lost in them. My personal favorites are anything to do with the professor theme. Of course, you guys know I'm a big fan of that. And they have all sorts of really kinky stories as well. So no matter what your taste, you're going to be able to find a story that allows you to just get lost. And listeners of our show are going to get a 30-day free trial of Dipsy to try it out for themselves when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. Again, that's a 30-day full access free trial when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com FPS. Dipsystories.com slash FPS. So I think today's episode can best be described as unexpected, and we're going to go through all of the reasons why. So this was interesting because there were two prior meetings of this guy where nothing sexual yeah. happened, both of which were at Goodfellas events. Yeah, we met him through a mutual friend, actually. He uh, came to the event with them, and I thought he was super, man. I just I had a great time talking to him the very first time I met him. We have a lot in common. I think he and I spent more time talking than uh, we did even talking to anybody else. Yeah, yeah. And what was really funny is it was 
fairly clear that he was interested in me during that first interaction. He was very kind of flirty with me. Well, he told me straight up he was interested. And Well, it wasn't until the very end of the night that he told me that he was interested. And by then, I was exhausted. I was ready to go home. It was not that I was not interested in him because I was, especially because, like you said, so fucking cool to talk to. Oh, yeah. I mean, the conversation's very friendly, but... I was very drawn to him. He has this very magnetic personality. Oh, for sure. He's, yeah, it's effervescent. It is, he lights up the room. He's got a big smile on his face all the time. Just easy to talk to. And clearly, I mean, he came in and had never met us before. And it was almost like we were old friends. I mean, just started bullshitting, you know, just right out of the gate. And of course, we were, we grew up in a very, very close to where each other grew up. So not obviously the same time frame. I'm much older, but a couple of towns over. You guys were actually hilarious. You have so much in common. And it was so funny to see you guys like broing out. It was While fun. everyone around you is like flirting and trying to fuck. You're talking about, you know, fucking restaurants and places that you used to both go when you lived in the same area and yeah, we lived in a, in a number of the same areas. We we grew up in one place, moved in, to another place, and uh, yeah, very crazy, very crazy. So that was really fun to see. But the first time that I met him, like I said, I was interested. It just didn't line up timing-wise, and we left, and I think you exchanged contact information with him. Is I did. That how it worked? Yeah, okay. he and I continue to communicate. Yeah. So then the next time that we were going to a Goodfellas event, I had reached out to him because you gave him my number. Yes. I guess we had been talking back and forth a little bit and we both said that we were going to this event and there was definitely some flirtation, but he never made it clear that he wanted to play at the second event or anything. Okay. Well, he made it clear to me. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's not fair to say. I I was very obvious that he was interested. The second Goodfellas event, you guys probably heard us talk about it on a previous episode. I showed up very much in a friendly mindset and ready to interact with people socially. I was not in a sexy headspace that night. No, you weren't feeling great either, really. I wasn't really feeling that great. I wasn't like sick, sick. I just like hormonal bullshit, you know. I just wasn't feeling good that evening. So he definitely flirted with me almost the moment that we saw each other and I felt horrible because I was like I totally would fuck this guy in most other circumstances but I'm just so not there tonight yeah it was not you just weren't in that space we really went because we wanted to see our friends we had some friends coming obviously Uh, it was just such a great time well and we wanted to link people up We, we had multiple friends going that we were like that could be a match and they could go have a lot of fun so we wanted to facilitate that which we totally fucking did but I was not in a a headspace space where I was just going to go play with him that night. Right. And what was really funny is I texted after we left and I was like, hey, I'm sorry that we didn't connect tonight. I would really like to see you see you in more of a one-on-one environment. And I didn't hear from him for like two days. So I was like, well, I guess he's over it. He's, nah, he, I knew he wasn't. I, I teased I, him too much. He is so fucking over it. Nah, I knew he was busy. He, he had a pretty crazy work schedule. Uh, so I was certain you were going to hear from him again. So eventually I did, and we set up plans to hang out, and what was really funny is once we kind of broke the ice with, I, I think part of his concern was that I was not interested. Well, he, well, yeah, I don't know why, because he actually said to our mutual friend, I don't think she's interested. Yeah. And I would tell him, I said, well, she totally is. You just got to you know, communicate with her a little bit. That was it. 
So once I told him, hey, I am definitely interested. I want to play with you. I did also explain, I like more of the one-on-one thing. I like going to events to network with people and get to know people. But it's very, very rare for me to actually play at an event because I'm way too ADD. My brain is all over the place and getting myself to like quiet my brain enough to actually connect with someone to the point that I want to have sex with them is very rare. So once I explained that to him, it was a very different dynamic between he and I. Well, it's also really interesting the second event we went to because obviously at that point we were far more comfortable. We knew the environment and you know we had made friends and then we had our friends come and, and meet us. So at one point, we were sitting at kind of the the center of the room at this um, at a bar. It's kind of a you know kind of a a bar, but also where they it's they an set island. Up, it's a big island. Yeah, they set up the food and all that kind of thing. And we were sitting there. There were about nine of us. Yeah, sitting and and standing and talking for a long time. So it was really more like like a meet and greet than it was anything else. And yeah. I think everyone got kind of caught up in the idea that we were all communicating, just talking and getting to know each other. Cause we, as you said, we had put our friends together to meet. And then before you knew it, it was like midnight or one o'clock. Yeah. And most of us hadn't gone off to fuck anyone. So right. yeah, I think we kind of cock blocked each other a little bit, but I liked that like I said, I, I wanted him to know that I was interested, that I needed to be in more of that one-on-one or two-on-one environment as it turns out so that I could really get to know him and develop some connection and chemistry. I also let him know ahead of time, though, that I was attracted to him, right. that I very well could want to be naked with him. And once that happened, everything was way more chill. So we did decide to go and meet for drinks and we went to one of our favorite places and the three of us sat together and we were literally together for hours. Yeah, by the time, I think we met at like seven or something like that. And I realized it was getting dark. Like we were shutting the place down. Like we had been there for like three and a half hours. Yeah, they were starting to shut down certain sections of the restaurant. Yeah, like, oh shit, we gotta like get out of here. These people are gonna be closing up around us. It was it was just a great conversation. I had so much fun talking to him. There was so much that we didn't know about him, obviously, and that and so many things that we connected on. It was just a great fucking time. It was like talking to an old friend. Yes, and I liked it because there were definitely some flirty moments. Like a couple of times you got up and went to use the restroom and that's when he really looked me directly in the eyes and told me how beautiful I looked and kind of said a couple of slightly naughty things that definitely got my attention and got me excited, but it was never over the top. It was very appropriate for the setting and it put me in this space of like, I want this guy's hands on my body. Well, when you would walk away, of course, he and I would talk, he would tell me how attractive you are and how sexy he thought you were. So yeah, he was definitely into you and, and was almost a little trepidatious to, on some levels. I think he was wanting to make sure that it was a mutual thing. Yeah. You know, which I thought was very nice. It was well, kind because of because I basically charming. blew him off the first two times. Yeah, so, it was very to be charming. fair, I think that I would be very nervous if I were him too, but I was feeling him. So there were a couple of times when I reached across and kind of like touched his arm and let him know, hey, I'm I'm interested. I want to make this happen. I'm glad we're having this time to talk and get to know each other, but I'm fairly certain we're going to be taking our clothes off together yeah. very soon. At some point it's happening. Yeah. So like you said, we basically closed the place down and I asked him him in front of you because I'm getting better about that if he wanted to come back to our place with me right so what was that like for you did you like it because we talked about that a few weeks ago how I need to get better at that kind of shit yeah I think you can make that I mean I think you can do do that often you know when you get to a point where you feel really good about a situation I think a lot of times you wait and or you look to me to pull that trigger because I'm so 
quick to do it. But I think going forward, you should really take that initiative. You did. I think it was the right thing to do. You were ready. You didn't need my permission or my approval. You knew at that point that I was totally fine with it, or right. you would have known sooner if I wasn't. And so, yeah, I think you pulling the trigger for me, it makes it that much more exciting because now I know a hundred percent that this is something you're interested in. Right. Right. There's no guesswork for me. Yeah. You know, which I thought was great. Or no concern that you're pulling the trigger too quickly. I haven't made up my mind yet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't, I had no issue with that. So I asked him if he wanted to leave with me and his eyes immediately lit up and he's like, absolutely. So he and I leave together and he drives me back here. Yeah. And I went to another place because that one was closing down. Like, all right, I'll see you guys later. Just, you know, shoot me a text when you're done. And was he expecting me to show, to come with? Do you know? Is that I a thing? don't think we had that discussion. Okay. So, but what was interesting is we get in the car together and I am not usually this comfortable with people this quickly. I immediately start touching him. I'm touching his arm. I'm touching his leg. I'm rubbing his shoulder. He's reciprocating. So there's no over the top sexy talk going on during this time, but there's a lot of heavy petting. Right. <laughs> we'll say that much. And I liked that a lot because like I said, it made me know that I'm comfortable and I'm I'm in the right headspace for all of this. But it was also that buildup of driving all the way back here while we're touching each other. Well, also, let's not forget, we talk about this a lot. It's a reoccurring theme. We had developed a friendship at that point. We developed some sort of a relationship prior to you guys having play. First of all, he and I connected on a number of different levels. We have a lot in common. Up until that point, we have communicated, like you said, on two separate occasions. You were communicating with him digitally. We had just sat down for well over three hours, probably, and gotten to know him really well. And so there's already that really that that elevated level of familiarity. Yes. Right? So it just becomes more comfortable and it's really just fluid. It becomes organic. That's what it is. I feel like other times when I've gone into situations too quickly, it feels forced and I feel like I'm having to talk myself into doing certain things, not because I don't want to do them, but just because it's not a natural feeling for me to do those things. Yeah, it's not occurring naturally. Exactly. So this was very natural and we drive all the way back, touching each other all over the place. It's probably a 15 or probably 15 minute drive. We pull in, we come inside, we sit on the couch for a couple of minutes. And I I liked that too, because once again, hands all over each other. There's a little bit of flirtation going on, but the first few minutes we're sitting here are just kind of transitioning. It's not a forced thing. Again, it's just a transition, a natural flow from restaurant to car to us being in here together, touching each other on the couch. And eventually he starts kissing me, asks if he can kiss me. And this is where things got interesting because like you said, his personality is so funny and laid back and does not come across as domineering in any way, shape or form. No, he's just a real gregarious, seemingly fun loving guy who's just a good time to be around. Like if you were just going to go and have a drink with someone, like he, he would be one of those guys that's like, hey man, I'm, I'm going to go out and have a cocktail, come meet me. And it would just be a night of laughs. Yeah. That's all it would be. Yep. You know, he's that kind of guy. But nothing about the way he talks to me, the way he touched me in the car, spoke to what was going to happen when we started kissing each other. Well, I had no idea, obviously, what was going to happen. I mean, I didn't, I, I don't try to predetermine in my mind what it's going to look like, but I had no idea that the encounter that you were about to have was going to be anything like it was. <laughs> At all. I had no clue. And clearly you didn't either. So we're kissing on each other. And at first it starts 
fairly sensual. And then he starts kissing on my neck and he moves up to my ear and starts biting my ear. And then he grabs me around the back of my neck and continues to bite my ear and neck, which you know drives me fucking crazy. And we did not have that conversation, he and I. There was no conversation about what it was that you did or didn't like other than I think at one point that he and I were talking about it, I mentioned to him that his being a little bit more assertive was going to go a long way. Well, it certainly did. And I loved that he was able to pick up on the cues because he did start out very kind of careful. He's nibbling more so than biting. And I'm like, mmm. <laughs> and of course, that's his cue. Yes, I like that. Do more right. of that. So I'm giving, I'm trying to give him as much verbal cue and as much just overall noise cues as possible to let him know this is fucking working for me. Keep doing exactly what you're doing, if not more. Right. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting it. It was a fun little surprise. I eventually kind of peeled myself away. I went in and changed into a piece of lingerie. And I, I was excited to put on the piece of lingerie. I told you before we went, I actually steamed a piece of lingerie. I set it out. I picked out one specifically that I thought he would kind of like. And to me, that said, we were probably fucking that night. Yeah. The chances of us not fucking when I'm doing that before we even go meet him are slim. Well, yeah, you, you're you were already in that mindset. The only way that that would not have happened would have been something would have happened while we met him. Yes. And while we're having dinner, which obviously was not the case. So I go in, I change into my piece of lingerie and I come out and he's of course remarking on that I look nice and we're standing at this point and continuing to make out with each other and it's very apparent through the way that he's touching me and the way that he's kissing me that he is a dominant person. He is going to dominate this situation. Right. For example, he's once again grabbing onto the back of my neck at one point he's kissing me and he reaches around with his other hand and starts lightly at first pulling on my hair and when i was like mm, i like that he starts pulling on it even harder to the point that my head is almost like tilted all the way back and he's just making out with me like that and i fucking love that i love being manhandled i know a lot of people can't relate to it there is something so sexy to me about because he's kind of a as compared to me he's a bigger man right yeah. and he's got big hands and i like the fact that he can use that to just completely have me at his disposal well yeah and again not a conversation he and i had not to that degree so his being able to read your physical and verbal cues that's a that's huge it was fucking hot. So pretty quickly, I'm like, I really want to suck your cock. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so he gets up on the bed naked. He takes off his clothes, gets up on the bed, and I start sucking his cock. And what was really hot once again is he kind of lets me do my own thing for a little bit. I'm, I'm sucking on him. I'm kind of rubbing my hands up and down his legs. And he makes it clear that he wants me to go harder and deeper. And he kind of grabs me on the back of the head. And typically, if I was not super comfortable with someone, we've talked about this before, I don't love the hand on the back of the head thing. Right. But because I was in the right headspace, because he had done all of these other things leading up to it to let me know and kind of almost mentally prepare me for what I was getting myself into, I was so fucking into it. I was like, yes. I even pulled it off at one point. I was like, that's hot. Like, letting him know, keep doing that. Well, yeah. Obviously, leading up to that, it was clear that he was going to be a little bit or a lot more assertive and dominant. And so once you start playing, you already... I mean, you automatically knew that that was where it was headed, probably. It was hot. So, I mean, at one point, I wouldn't say face fucking necessarily, but more so just pushing my head down and really using me for the rhythm that he wanted. And, of course, I'm slobbering all over the place. I have spit running down my chin and my neck. 
I didn't give a fuck. I was just going to town on it and I loved it. And eventually I, I kind of pulled myself off of him and he's like, I want to lick you now. And so we swap positions. I get on my back. He's in between my legs. And it's hot because he's doing a great job with my pussy not being aggressive with my pussy because I fucking hate that. Like, I've had guys try to bite my clip before. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. I've had guys try to bite my pussy lips before or slap my pussy. No. No, 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 no. I will slap your face away so fast it'll make your fucking head spin. So, he understood that he can't just go right in for aggression on my pussy, but he was grabbing on my thighs and, like, grabbing on kind of skin in certain places to still make it a situation where he was clear the dominating one and putting me in a position of verging on discomfort but in a very sexy erotic way while making sure that you knew that he was going to be in command yes essentially yes absolutely and there was one point when i kind of started to move my hips around i was getting kind of close and he literally takes one hand on each side of my hips and like pins me to the bed to keep me in place while he's continuing to lick my pussy so this entire situation is one in which he is determining what happens at all times and i'm just rolling with it i I fucking loved it. And so pretty quickly after I came, you made me come with his mouth. I tell him that I need him to fuck me like immediately. So he puts on a condom and he gets on top of me. And this is where things get really fucking hot because he's enters into me. He's got a beautiful cock enters into me, stretches me. I have that initial initial awe moment of like that, that first stretch feels so fucking good, especially when it's a cock like his and he pushes inside of me and starts slowly at first and then definitely kind of picking up the pace and becoming more aggressive and, and just a harder fuck. And then he starts grabbing onto my tits and I grab each of his hands and I squeeze harder, letting him know I like that. I want the pain. I want you to use these to propel yourself into me with that fucking amazing cock. And as soon as I do that, he gets this glint in his eye. And I can tell it's like he understands exactly what I'm telling him. He understands that we both want this to be rough. Right. There's a mutual understanding that this is going to be a rough session and we both are so for that. So he starts slapping my tits, which you know I fucking love. Yes, I do. I love it so much. Okay, if you guys are not into this, you you don't understand. I get it. If you have really sensitive tits, I do not. You could run a fucking steamroller over these things. I'm probably not going to feel it. I have to have a lot of pressure, a lot of grip, and I love that feeling of both of his hands on me. Like I said, big, beautiful hands. They're all the way around my tits, and he is squeezing and then stopping and slapping and then squeezing and slapping the other one, and I'm loving every second of it. And then he goes starts rubbing on my cheek like he's going to slap my face, and I, I look at him and nod to let him know, yes, slap my fucking face. So he slaps my face and then goes back to slapping my tits, and the whole time he's just fucking me like crazy. This is so animalistic. It took me right back to my Clint days. I haven't had a partner like this since Clint. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting how that, that communication is it's obvious. Yes. Right? When, when the connection is right, the energy is, you know, is congruent. And two people understand exactly where they need to be, especially not having ever played with him before. Yes. You know, it was the first time. It's so crazy. So that goes on for quite a while. I am coming. I probably came three or four times while he's fucking me on top because I've said this so many times, but once again, it's been a while. So those of you who are listening may not know this. I used to play 
very rough with my regular play partner in Montana. And there is something that is so wonderful about losing yourself in this mixture between pain and pleasure because they they produce different types of hormones in your brain and you just get lost. It's like you're in this fog and all you can focus on is the person and like nothing else is going through your mind. It's just what's happening to you in that moment. And that's a big deal for me because I'm so fucking ADD that being able to focus on something is rare. Yeah, you're like a seven-year-old. Your attention span is not, it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. And But during these play sessions, it's not like that. I'm uber focused, laser focused on his hands on my tits and the slapping and the fucking and how hard he's fucking me. At one point, he leans down and starts choking me while he's grabbing my other tit and almost using my throat now to like propel himself into me. I also like that he knew how to choke. There are guys that should never do it because it's fucking dangerous and they don't know what they're doing. It's very clear that he has experience with this because he's doing it in just the right way. But he's putting pressure in this really interesting spot on my neck that's also kind of right by my ear. And There must be a pressure point or something there because it drives me fucking crazy. It sends shivers down my entire body. So the last time that I came while he's fucking me, he's choking me like that, pushing in that pressure point. I fucking lost it. I cannot remember the last time I came so hard. I squirted on him a little bit. I was fucking lost in stars. It was, oh my God. I don't, I can't even describe it right now as we're talking about it because it was so fucking mind blowing. Yeah. I, listen, I saw the the aftermath when I came back. So I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> so eventually he's like, I want you to ride my cock. So he, we swap positions. He gets on his back. I start riding his cock and I'm matching his intensity. I'm really bouncing myself off of his cock. I'm putting both of my hands on his chest and using that as my leverage to go up and down on his cock, which was kind of hot too, because I'm kind of digging my fingers into him a little bit. And as I'm doing that, his face is lighting up. It's clear that he wants the aggression right back. Sure. Of course, not to the same level. I'm not smacking him and, you know, slapping his pecs or anything like that. But there is definitely aggression in my movements. And it's almost like I'm not even thinking about it. It's just naturally my hands are gripping into him. My pussy is going up and down on that cock as hard as I can go. At one point, he reaches around and grabs my ass and starts fucking me from the bottom, which I love because A, you can get very deep from that position, but B, because he's so aggressive and and has such kind of deliberate movements, he is pounding me from the bottom and I come again all over the place I mean at this point I look down at him I get off of of riding him we're both soaked I can see it I barely have any lights on and I can still see wetness fucking everywhere yeah I saw it too (laughs) it was so hot (laughs) so the way that this thing kind of ends is that he decides he wants to fuck me from behind, okay? So I turn around, I get on my knees. I love being able to prop my ass up for someone by getting kind of down on my elbows and putting my ass up in the air as much as it'll go, really arching that back so that he has plenty of angle to get to where he needs to go with me, right? He enters me from behind and this is where I I can't even explain how amazing this was. He's grabbing my ass. He's spanking my ass while he's fucking me. And I'm not just talking. There are many men who have spanked me over the years, okay? And it's usually because I say spank me while they're fucking me from behind. And usually you say harder and harder. Yes. And guys, I understand working up to something. But if I'm saying harder, 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 and you're not giving it to me harder, like you don't understand how badly I want to be spanked really fucking hard. 
you do, but do. most people don't. And so he is spanking me with such intensity. My, I can feel my ass is glowing by the end of this whole thing. Yeah, and I have pictures. He is spanking each side. He's grabbing onto it. There's one point where he's kind of almost spreading my ass cheeks apart so that he can get even further into my pussy and just pounding me like crazy. Then towards the end, he puts his weight on me. So now I'm on my stomach. He is literally on top of me, like mounted on top of me, fucking me. He's got one hand wrapped around my hair, pulling it and the other one around my neck, choking me. And that's the way I finally came. And I came so hard that I pushed him right out of me. (laughs) Even though he had his whole body weight on me, I was still able to push him out of me because I came that hard well obviously not the only orgasm but it's the hard that's how you come the hardest absolutely so he still hasn't come at this point but i really fucking want him to so i take the condom off of him i kind of spin around i take it off of him i'm like i want to suck your cock some more and he's like absolutely so he lays back down i start sucking his cock and this is the point that i'm really asking him like how do you want me to suck it and i'm focusing more on technique versus like the animalistic moves at this point because i want him to come and right. i, I want to have that experience with him and so i'm listening to everything he's saying and i'm i'm doing all the text techniques he's telling me to do i'm like licking the shaft and then i'm going deep on it and i'm changing all the different motions i kind of grip his balls a little bit and he's like i need to fuck you one more time and i'm like absolutely so he puts on another condom he bends me over the edge of the bed and starts fucking and spanking me again and probably within 60 seconds or so he comes and he came so hard and it was so fucking hot he's making these amazing noises i always talked about this with clint these when you're having this incredibly animalistic primal situation going on the noises that you make when you finally come are unlike anything i've ever heard before because you're not thinking about it you're just lost in how good everything feels and you can tell because he's growling he's grunting he's got these guttural noises like deep in his throat going on as he's coming like crazy and it was so good (laughs) if you're willing to just let yourself go it's amazing the sounds that will come out of your body absolutely it's like an exorcism you release all of those demons in that moment for sure and like i said i was so shocked by how well everything went in this session i was so shocked by his level of sexual iq and his ability to pick up on my desires through my my words at times but also like i said those little cues like me nodding my head yes or the mm noises while he's doing something and he's allowing things to progress and become more intense resulting in this incredibly aggressive scene that we had together i mean we were laying together afterwards and i can already tell oh my god i'm gonna be fucking sore tomorrow because we're laying there together he starts kind of rubbing on my ass and he's like are you okay is everything okay i'm like yes but i'm gonna be so sore i'm gonna be so bruised tomorrow and he's like well is that okay and i'm like absolutely it is so we lay there for a few minutes talk he starts getting dressed i text you and tell you that he and i are finishing up and so he leaves you come back like two minutes after he's gone yeah i just missed him and i can't even imagine what i must have looked like i mean you looked like you'd been through the ringer 
is what you look I like. I was. I, I was mean, you were a mess. Ugh. Hair everywhere. You were still sweating. I mean, it was just, you were a mess. And it really, it was the next morning when you're like, oh, you have to see this. I mean, you had bruises everywhere. I mean, I could see them when you were naked, you and I, but nothing like, you know, it wasn't quite a, a 24 hour, 12 hour period. By the time the next morning rolled around, I had I saw pictures of it. Your ass was bruised. Well, I go in to take a shower the next morning, and I take off my shirt, and I'm looking at my tits in the mirror, and they are covered in marks. And I'm like, that is so fucking hot. And then I come out to you, and I'm like, is my ass as bruised as it feels? And you're like, oh, yes. You take a picture of it, and there's one side of my ass. Obviously, his right hand is his dominant hand, because right. that side is so fucking purple and yep. yellow already and red in spots and it looked i love that i know once again i know a lot of people aren't gonna fucking get this okay i love bruises because they are a reminder of how much fun i've had and they last for days oh yeah. so every time i would look at myself in the mirror for days after that play session i would think of him i would think of the play session we had i would think of the orgasms i would think of all of these hot little moments and it just takes me right back to it so that's why i love them plus i do kind of feel like a badass because i'm like oh i took a fucking beating and i did it like a champ you took a beating you were super bruised it was i mean you were bruised for be the better part of a week i had a bruise on my neck in yeah. one spot yeah. i mean it was it was so good when you find somebody who enjoys that as much as you do as much as i do it's a special thing because there are a lot of people who want to provide that, but it's just not their natural state. And so they, they'll spank you, you know, maybe they'll choke a little bit, maybe they'll pull your hair a little bit, but you can tell it's not who they truly are as a sexual person. This guy is truly an aggressive, primal sexual person, and I could not appreciate him more for that. Yeah, and it was really interesting when you, when finally, I, as I said, I got back and saw that you were just a mess. I found it so interesting because his personality does not match what you would think someone, you know, I mean, for me, I, you know, I know what I'm like. We don't have exactly the same personality. He's definitely a guy that you are, gra you'll gravitate toward him. You're, you know, people are going to be attracted to his, his smile and, you know, he looks like a welcoming kind of guy. Nobody is surprised that you are domineering in bed. Right. But with him, it was like, I would, not that I was super shocked. I mean, it takes all kinds, right? But to the degree of what had taken place, once you were kind of giving me all the details and I saw the bruises, I was like, wow, that's really interesting because again, on the surface, not at all right. what I would have expected. Yeah, I know. It was so fun. I loved it. So I definitely want to play with him again before I leave. I think we might set something up for next week if I can squeeze it in somewhere. Yeah, it's a lot going on. I, I have to play with him again because like I said, part of what I love about the lifestyle is the variety. He could not be any more different than Theo. And I love both of them for that. I love that they are able to be themselves and allow me to appreciate them exactly as they are. Yeah. And, and the fact that I can find two guys who are so different and enjoy them both so much is a very cool thing. Yeah. And that's the difficulty, right? We talked about it earlier. And I mean, we, we, you and I talk about it r routinely, the friends that we have, we have met along the way and that we have developed the friendships that we've developed along the way, you know, it's always difficult to have to try to you know, do that again. You know, we're going to have to do that again. That's okay. It'll be a new adventure. You know? I'm excited for it. Well, I mean, I'm also, not excited to leave the people that we've met here, but I'm excited to meet new people. Well, again, we're also going to see these folks again. They're going to come visit us. You know, there's no question about it. We're, we're going to see 
all of these people again. Well, you know? I sincerely hope that I see this gentleman again and that he beats my ass again because sure it was will. fucking delightful. What's really funny is the next day is the day that I filmed with Leah, yeah. which is on our OnlyFans, by the way. And my, you can see in the videos that I put up, my ass still is bruised. so bruised. Yeah, still bruised. <laughs> well, it was the next day. Yeah, it was it only was, the next day. Well, your ass was glowing. Oh, yeah. I was so red in spots. Oh, it's fucking great. Leah is spanking me a little bit in one of the videos and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was worth it. But... Yeah, great session. Loved it. Hope you guys enjoyed the story even a tenth as much as I enjoyed it because it was a fantastic treat for me. We are going to be telling our Patreon members a little bit more about this story as well as some other behind the scenes on our bonus episode this week. And we wanted to take the opportunity to thank the newest members of our Patreon community who are going to have access to that bonus episode as well as over a hundred others. Our newest Patreon members are Jean, Marcella, and Adam. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. If you guys are interested in that bonus content, including our Sex on Your Term series, which is now exclusively available for our Patreon members, head on over to patreon.com slash frontporchswingers today. You can also find the naughtier stuff at onlyfans.com slash frontporchswingers. Of course, we would love for you to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FPSwingers and Instagram at FPSPodMedia. And our YouTube channel is called Front Porch Swingers. What else do we have? Just stay tuned. We have a lot going on the next 30 days, 45 days. It's going to be crazy. Lots of cool stuff happening. Lots of new kind of updates, I guess, along the way as we uh, transition into our new home. All kinds of cool stuff. Yes, and I still have a couple of stories to recount. Some things that have happened the past few weeks that I haven't even had the chance to talk about because I've been such a fucking slutty pants that we are backlogged on episodes. (laughs) So make sure you stay tuned for all of that fun. And as always, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.